What's up everybody, welcome back to the Stay United podcast Manchester United nil, Chelsea nil And looking back at this game after having time to really think about it and, and see other reactions There's a feeling of disappointment After the game originally, I went through a stage of thinking well, it wasn't that bad And then I was like, hold on, this game was there to be won for us Chelsea were set up in a way to contain our counter-attacks. And that's fair enough, considering that the last couple of times we played them in the league, um, we played in a type of way where it was like, uh, stay back and hit them on the counter. For me, however, I was expecting much more. In the back of my head, and even in a preview, I said, you know, I could see that type of attitude being displayed. But I expected more. You know, after coming off a 6-1 defeat in our last home game, uh, we went and won away to Newcastle and then away to PSG in the Champions League. You know, the Champions League finalists. I expected United to come out with confidence at home. And yes, you must show respect to your opponents because attacking-wise, Chelsea are a great side on paper. But that defence, just like ours... Fair enough, just like ours could have been got at. I listened to a, a debate after the game uh, between Patrice Ever and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Um, and, you know, Patrice said both teams came with fear. Now, I'm going to focus more on the United side with this argument, but this can, you know, you can understand on the Chelsea side as well. Going, on to, going into this game, we had scored twice at home and conceded nine times in two games alone against Paris and then the six at Tottenham, against Tottenham. And this is where Jimmy's argument comes into this because he said basically for both teams, maybe a clean sheet is a good result. Both teams defensively had had a shaky start to the season Getting a clean sheet early may steady the ship and, and put some more confidence within the Lindelofs and, and the Maguires, who I thought had a solid game at the back today. Now, I don't have a problem with either argument. But as time went on for me in the game, I felt every minute was wasted. We seemed passive, forward movement was slow, and we didn't go at them like I thought we should have. Now, if we did, then maybe they catch us on the counter. But how do you find out if you're not brave enough to take that gamble and, and switch up the team? You know, we saw against PSG that Ole switched up the game and made us go more attacking in order to get that second goal. And I didn't get those vibes today against Chelsea, considering that Chelsea were just sitting back and trying to you know, just defend and get that draw, get that clean sheet. And, and this is a perfect time for me to go into the player ratings. Um, so De Gea, a stand of five because he literally had nothing to do in the game. Chelsea, like I said before, set up to defend and, and the later the game went on, they just uh, went even more defensive. I don't think they came here with a win primarily in their minds, but that's just my opinion. Wan-Bissaka, six, nothing much to do defensively. And I actually, 
uh, add Luke Shaw to this as well. They'll both get a six. Uh, and what disappoints me about those two sometimes is that they find themselves in great positions, uh, you know, on the attacking ends. But the final delivery is all, always or most of the time lacking. I say two out of ten times where they deliver a good cross. The other eight times they either cut back and play that negative ball backwards or just put in a poor ball. Lindelof and Maguire, I would give them both a seven. Did what they needed to do considering that Chelsea didn't really test them. But they were aggressive and, and what they needed to do defensively, they did well. McTominay, six. He defended well, broke up, played a lot of the times, but except for that, didn't have an impact in another way. His distribution was poor and just couldn't get his passes going. Um, and I didn't see why we played both Fred and McTominay. And, and again, I'll I give Fred a six as well because um, I thought he was the better of that midfield too. But like McTominay, good, good at breaking up opposition play. Um, he was better passing the ball but wasn't great. He gave away the ball a couple of times and played a couple of poor balls. Uh, you know, playing these two suited us defensively, but they offered nothing going forward. You know, Van der Beek, who is crying out to play right now, may have given us more quality in the midfield, which is what we needed because far too many times either Fred or Scott just played a poor ball, poor ball or slow down play. And even when Pogba came on, um, you know... Um, Maybe if he started, maybe he offered more going forward. But when he came on as well, he didn't really offer or do too much. And that was in the 58th minute. I don't know if that's, you know, just the way we were set up. But I don't know. It it was a weird game today. I feel like everything that we had going for us in the last couple of games, especially in that PSG game, was kind of put to the side. Um, and, and it was a weird one. Because, you know, the thing we've been complaining about is our defence. The defence has been good the last couple of games. PSG and, and Chelsea hasn't been that bad. So then you look and you say, well, all right, these guys are playing decent at the moment. What are you going to do attacking-wise? PSG, we showed up. This game, we just didn't have enough. Didn't have enough. So, um... Yeah, like I said, with uh, Fredo Scott just slowing down the play, you know, against PSG the other night, there was intensity, there was intensity and speed. Tonight we played that, everyone was on half an hour's sleep. You know, that's just being brutally honest, me being brutally honest. Um, Matter, I would give a six. He has been playing well recently and, and deserved a spot in the starting lineup, but he didn't offer much in this game. He has the quality to open up defensive, but the movement up top was just poor. And at times that did include him. And, you know, that's why I'm also giving Bruno a six as well. But that's just mainly because of how the guys in front of him and to the side played. No movement. So we didn't really open up the Chelsea defence, except for that one Rashford chance I can think of when Mendy saved it with his right foot. The other chances were we had were half at best. Dan James, I would give him a five, maybe even a four. His pace can be so devastating. But the quality he has other than that is nowhere to be seen. He has added, you know, 
he needs to add to his game mentally and, and he just needs to improve his skills overall. His delivery is poor, decision making, not good enough. So at times, chances that should be easier, he makes, you know, look a lot tougher. He just isn't playing good right now. And in my opinion, it's because he's far from good enough to be playing well at this level. He needs to improve. If he had, you know, a decent footballing brain and, and you know, he could play a ball, he could finish. Do you know how good a player he could be? But right now, he's just a pace merchant. Rashford, I would give a six. Uh, didn't, didn't offer up uh, too much, you know, up top. He's, he's better from the left, and most of us know that, but the movement wasn't there this game. He had a couple of decent chances. The first one when Mendy saved it with his foot, like I mentioned before, was the, the best of them. And he couldn't take that chance. So it was re one of them games, really. And subs, Pogba and Cavani get a standard five. I mean, Pogba, um, sorry, Cavani almost had an instant impact. But both of them didn't really do much after they came on in the 58th minute. So it was just one of those games, really. It was just... You know a game is you know, poor in, in quality and entertainment when like the people you're sitting with, you end up speaking about something completely off topic, you know, away from the football. You know a game is, is not, you know, interesting and when when you do that. And that's what happened to me this game. I just started speaking about something else. And that that's the kind of game we were watching today. But reflecting on the game, uh, this was two points dropped. You know, we're now 15th in the league and our next fixtures are Arsenal and Everton. Plus we have Leipzig and Istanbul and the Champions League sandwiched in between both games. You know, a win would have done us well and taken some pressure off the lads. Uh, now I see our next two league games as must wins. We have to win against Arsenal and Everton. Then continue as we must go on. This catch-up thing is not what we wanted or needed. But we have to accept that this is the situation United are in. We're not miles behind. But whenever you have to rely on the guys above you, there is little to no advantage with that. So, with that being said, you know, bring on Leipzig and then we'll have Arsenal on the weekend following. So, even though some of us were left, left with... A bitter taste, thinking that we should have won the game. We got a point and a clean sheet at home. Now we move on and hopefully let's see how Ole sets up the team at home against RB Leipzig. Um, this has been the end of the Stay United podcast. If you want to see updates about when the next episode will be out or just have general football chat, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at stayutdpod. Like I said before, bring on Leipzig. And until the next time, stay united, my peoples.